When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 587, Rocky? Yeah, yeah, you were were off one yesterday. I was off one yesterday. I'll flow wrestling radio live. You have this titled 586, Christian. I know. I'm one off. But now I'm I'm back on because Bracky corrected me this morning. And Bracky's back. Thank goodness. Who knows what number I would have said uh, <laughs> today if it weren't for him. Uh, Bracky's back in the mix. His son has had a full recovery because of a steady diet of Coca-Cola Classic. I yeah. I can only assume. Yeah, he was, you know, he was down for the count yesterday. Poor little cook down his throat and he was good to go. Good to go. Take, take that, science. <laughs> wow. Ben Askren's here. I'm on freaking cloud nine, Christian. Bitcoin did not step over the $20,000 line. It freaking smashed the door in. We're on a run. I'm loving life. All right. For real talk. Tomorrow. I'm high, high energy to, today. I'm going to be high energy today. So tomorrow when it's back at like 19 or 18, what's going to be the thing? Yeah, the same thing. Listen, Bitcoin's going to be the dominant monetary system in the world in the next 10 years. So I'm in for the long haul, as I've told you. Long haul Ben. Um, that should be that could be one of your Twitter names. Long haul Ben. <laughs> yes. Says so I don't um, think Trump's going to shout you out anymore now that he's done. I, he's done. I I did uh, I did Bitcoin Ben for a while and apparently that's trademarked. So um, I had to take that one down. What about Bitcoin Benjamin? That's not trademarked. Oh, that's 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 a good point. I could go I could go Bitcoin Benjamin. Yes. Yeah. Benji. <laughs> You have a lot of options. Uh, don't yeah, know. don't do that. You don't want to be a Benji. That's very. <laughs> it's not a very intimidating name. Name. Not very intimidating. Um. Okay, so I don't know where we want to start. Maybe we just jump right in. But you know what? I'm as, excited. As so ben excited. Pointed out uh, in the chat, it's like NCA season is almost here. It's funny because normally we would have this like long NCA ramp up. Because there wouldn't be like anything going on, right? But in a weird way, there's been a lot going on. So we've been talking about like the wrestling events that are that are happening. So a really unique year. And then you know it's mid December. January one is almost here, and the season's gonna start. Well, so we we gotta get our yeah, NCAA it, stuff it hit going. me yesterday, Christian, because um, once the Arizona State announced the wrestle offs, it's only like four days away or something like that. Yeah, I think so NC like, State like, did wrestle offs not that long ago. Oh, there did like th- this is happening this is happening really soon um and it- it's exciting it-, it does not feel like there's going to be anything that's going to uh 
stop us now. We are only two weeks away. It's gonna freaking happen, Christian. We're not. We are not getting canceled again. I'll tell you that much. Man, I love it. We're not. I love that positivity. Someone was asking me yesterday. Work is like, how are you? Is everyone feeling good about the NCAA wrestling season? I was like. I mean, I'm an optimist, so don't listen to me. I talk to coaches. Coaches feel really good about it, and they can oh. sometimes – they're at the administrative level, and they're at the schools, and they kind of get the the down and dirty, and they, they seem to be feeling good. So it's kind of a the you one feel thing good, I feel good. The one thing that is um, making me slightly nervous is that I don't believe the Big Ten still put their schedule out. Correct? No, the, they haven't. I saw I saw Bono kind of teasing it uh, on Twitter the other right. day that it's coming soon. Um, a lot of schools like, so West Virginia put their schedule out yesterday. There were a few others. I think Northern Colorado's doing theirs today. So you're getting more and more schedules every day. Um, I feel very good. I said in a content meeting like a month ago, the season was 100% happening. And Spay and Bader was like, you can't guarantee anything. Do, 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 do. I'm, I'm Kyle Brecky and I'm God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I will guarantee this season. I was like, no, I'm guaranteeing it. The NCAA needs it to happen. They need uh, it. Yeah, we need um, it. Hey, so, and I know Mizzou's wrestling a quad on like January 3rd in uh, at North Dakota State. Maybe I think it's North Dakota State, um, Oregon State, and Missouri. And I, I'm I'm blanking on who the fourth team is, but I, don't um, know. I mean that's like that's really soon, guys. That's yeah. That's we're talking just over two weeks. How's Keegan doing? Uh, I saw he was on a podcast, a Mizzou podcast yesterday. I listened to him for a little bit. It was good. So listen, these these guys got a long break over Thanksgiving, but these college coaches they're they're being they're being uh, Grinches. They're not giving them much of a Christmas break. Not and that's not one college. That's that's all of them, from what I hear. Yeah, and normally normally they would. Uh oh yeah. Well, you, but normally they wouldn't really have a Thanksgiving break. You maybe only have a couple of days off, you know, because there's an open tournament or dual meets or right. whatever, right? So I think these college coaches are like, we gave you guys off eight days over Thanksgiving. You ain't getting nothing off over Christmas. Dang. Yeah. Well, and you're, yeah. Cold, cold world. You're starting your season up not too long after it, too. Yeah, if you're yeah. starting January 1, you can't miss but so much. Hey, so but that's, uh, uh, but that's typical, Christian. I mean, think of Midlands is always 29th, 30th. And, well, also, and, too, you got to consider you got to consider COVID. You're not going to want these kids cuz a that's lot of schools a, a lot of schools have a policy if you leave campus and go somewhere, you're out of quarantine for yeah. at least a few days before you can yeah. get back into the swing of practice. Yeah, that true. sounds fun. So, uh, Pat Tossie, uh, Brecky put this tweet in. I don't know if Tyler can pull it up, but it's in the doc. Um, some good news coming out of the NCAA Division One Competition Oversight Committee on November 18th regarding bracket size. This is something we talked about. Uh-oh. It's going to be an expanded field, a smaller field. We were really worried it was going to be a smaller field. That was definitely in consideration. And it said for individual sports, i.e. wrestling, the field size will be determined by the percentage of institutions competing in the regular season at the designated determination date 30 days prior to selection if 51 percent or more of the participating institutions are competing the field size remains at 100 percent so yes 33 oh, yeah. 33 man bracket will happen provided there's 51 Wait, so, percent of the teams okay involved. let me do this there's like 77 team christian there's 77 teams yeah 78 I divided by, we'll just say 50. 50, that's 30, 39. If there's only 39 teams competing and 33 Everyone's in. Dead, that's like everybody. Everyone's in. You'd have to work really uh, hard not to get in. Yes. It's going to be more than 39, though. Um, For sure. I mean, really, 
We're talking mm-hmm. Ivies and we're talking California schools probably who are not going to compete. I don't know why everyone thinks California schools aren't going to compete. They're competing in every other sport right now. Yeah. They are? Yes. They just can't go oh. outside or or have Thanksgiving. But they can Listen, they did can you wrestle. see what the LA mayor did? Did you see what he said? No. Did you see this Christian? He said no unnecessary traveling including including walking around outside. Yeah. That happened. That is real. That's not an onion article. That is true. It's not surprising. It's it's man, I feel for the citizens of California. California sucks. Can't imagine. <laughs> it's terrible. Um so far, yeah, the teams that don't have I don't have competing right now is Harvard, Cornell, Princeton, Columbia, Penn, Lockhaven. Dang it, Lockhaven. That Why stinks. Not, why not Lockhaven? They they're well so they're in the PSAC and PSAC canceled their conference stuff, but it was like it's up to you schools whether you compete or not. And Lockhaven so administration decided Clarion said they're in. Edinburgh's in. I'm yeah. pretty sure Edinburgh's in. Yeah. I wonder if if some of these states start ticking down cases if they're gonna reverse course a little bit. Like Wisconsin, for example, obviously the one I pay attention to the most. Um we peaked on i think it was november 27th i'm gonna get you guys an exact number november 27th we peaked at uh 76 000 cases and now we're only you know what's this two weeks later two and a half weeks later and we're all the way down to, to 44. so i mean we've a reduction of active cases by like 50 percent almost mm. yeah i'm uh i worry about the northeast it seems like it's uh it's struggling a little bit yeah so Def- definitely, I think, man, I'm worried about Pennsylvania wrestling in general. Um, listen, that... listen, I'm listening. Kale's going to talk. Kale's going to talk to Tom Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> they need to. If Tom Wolf, if Tom Wolf says some crazy stuff, Kale's just going to hit him in the ankle, pick, throw him in the cradle, and, and squeeze him so tight that he says, "Okay, you guys can go do it." <laughs> do your thing. That's. I hope that happens. That's politics, baby. Yeah, that's how that's how these decisions are done. So, yep, man, we, we remain hopeful about the season and optimistic and all that good stuff. And, yeah, full brackets. How, they, how they're going to seed this thing, I have no idea. How they're going to determine who qualifies. Look, qualification is going to be a mess. I, 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 I want to make a vow now not to, be ups- wow. uh, not to be upset when the brackets drop and I hate the seeds or I don't like how they did it. Stop making promises that you can't you can't uphold your end of the bargain because you're gonna be pissed. Well, I but I think I should not be able to get mad if they mess it up because how are you supposed to like do it the right way? I don't know the right way to do it when these guys are gonna have eight to ten matches. Like some of the, and the the really the worst part is gonna be the the qualifications. Um, and our man Dan Seifring says Franklin and Marshall might be out as well. Oh. So that'll be in Bloomsburg, maybe on the fence. So we'll see there what they actually do. Yeah. All what, right. Let's that's what have I was about. depressing talk. Let's go. Yeah. Cheers, enough. Cheers. Enough of the depression. <clears throat> so, okay. Last year we did uh, a fun little segment, and Andrew Spade made the tiers for NCAA wrestling. And basically, what the tiers are basically like kind of how we're how we group the individual weight classes. Like tier one is basically like your title contenders, guys you think you could see in the NCAA finals. Tier two is like high potential kind of guys. You feel really certain these guys are are likely to place and maybe they could punch and, and, and make a final, but you probably wouldn't be surprised to see them win. Tier three is kind of like your 
uh, maybe low AA, round of 12 type of potential dudes um, with maybe a little upside to, to punch into to the next tier. So that's kind of how we, how we break it up. And ba- basically the way you kind of do it is you'd be kind of surprised to see someone from one tier jump into the next one, right? That's why there's that separation. Whereas you could see a little bit of a cannibalization of the athletes within the same tier, right? That's basically how we did it. Mm-hmm. Spade did it last year. Um, he did a great job, but we 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 trashed him for a couple, including 157 with Eric Barone, um, which is not fair to Eric oh, Barone. Man. He got set up by Andrew Spay for some reason, and then uh, we had to do that. <clears throat> so we'll start at we'll begin at the beginning. 125 pounds. Is that okay, Ben? Um, I, uh, I think well, I love it. Let's do it. I, I think it would be good to have the rankings uh, available as a reference point, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I, I got too many windows open. I need to. I need to. Minimize a few here. Because, um, you know, I, I I did these, okay? So you can yell at me, and maybe we can make some adjustments on the fly. But they're, they, they're not just the rankings. They're not just rank. I moved some dudes around. Um, so, all right, 125 tiers. Tier I'm number one. To find rankings. Jeez Louise. I'll, I'll text them to you right now so you have them up, um, brother, man. There. Gotta do that. Um, so 125 tiers, and you – Tier one at 125 pounds is a list of two people, Spencer Lee, and I'm putting them in there, Nick Suriano. This is dumb. Why aren't Patrick Glory and Vito Ruja wrestling? Why aren't they? Dumb. I know. It's I very know they're not because of Ivy's. Yeah, you know why. Um, so no more depressing talk, Ben. Focus on, focus on the thing. Yes. So okay. tier one. I see no scenario if both these guys are in at 125 pounds that this is not the NCAA I final. Um, I agree. Now, tier two is is a pretty interesting one. And I don't know if you want to pull these up for so people can see. It may be a little more helpful, Tyler, um, from the doc. Um, Rayvon Foley, Jacob Camacho, Devin Schroeder. And then I had two additions that I had that made uh, pretty high jumps based on the rankings. One, Virginia Tech, Sam Latona, and two, Taylor Lamont, who's back and going at 125 pounds. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on tier two, um, Ben? Well, I I don't have an issue with any of those guys, but I do, can I say, I, I think there's two other guys that should be in that tier. Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, you'll allow it, okay. Um, the two that I would say would be Brandon Patesel and Brock Hudkins. Um, Pazel was a top eight, 10 guy all year last year, had a lot of really solid wins. And I was really impressed with Brock Hudkins. Uh, he had some good wins last year and he was, I swear he was going to beat Patrick glory before he got hurt at Midlands that, uh, yeah. in the semis maybe, I mean, he, he had him dead to right, he had him gassed out. And, um, I, I was pretty impressed with him. And then obviously that ended his season. So we didn't get to see him after that. So the two guys that I think are going to do really well and, um, the, I mean, the, the, I guess the other reason I'm putting him in that, in that field is that when I look at that group, um, I could see them beating those guys, you know, yeah. early. maybe, you know, he had the loss to Cardinal, uh, in November. He has a pretty limited, yeah. um, uh, he beat Hildebrandt, which is a really nice win. And a guy, I don't know if I'm there with Hutkins or not. I mean, I just feel I mean, I, I would take all these guys to beat him in a match straight up. Okay. I feel like. What I feel about like, Pacel? 
Peitzel, you could have a good point there. Uh, I'm on the fence about Peitzel. His best win is probably uh, Brandon Courtney. Um, no, I mean, I guess Mancio is not a great uh, loss. Who would, uh, who's Latona's best folk style win? Camacho. Oh, my goodness. Jake Camacho, how did you lose to him? Because <laughs> he's really freaking good. He should have beat Nick Pitching yeah, too. You're right. And also, like, right, there, there's an element with, like, a freshman like Sam that you take into consideration, like, okay, limited schedule because he's just yeah. brand new, right? So you have to – whereas someone like Brandon Patzel or Brock Hudkins, there's more of a robust, you know, ledger on what they have and haven't done. Yeah. So they've had a lot but of Pezzo chances. Pezzo didn't lose a lot last year. Pezzo lost. He lost, he lost to Pitch Nini. He lost sudden victory to, to Patrick Glory. And then he got pinned in the first round of the IWAs by Joe Mancio, which I think was kind of flukish, you know? So, I mean, the guy really only has two losses, and it was to the number two and number three last year. And like, well, that's, Yeah, that's I get that. But, I mean, his be- he just didn't wrestle a great schedule. His best win was Brandon Courtney, like I said. Hmm. So when your best win is, is, is Courtney and you get pinned by Mancio – I don't know. I, I I feel good about it. Like Patel for sure can place. I, I think he's a a, a placer. Yeah. But man, as far as like, you know, you look at Camacho and Latona, especially. I think those guys are are just freaking awesome. I think we'll see better Taylor Lamont this year too. Uh, I don't think one thirty three was a great fit for him. Mm-hmm. He, he was seventeen and seven last year. Uh, compared to his year at 25, he was 27 and five and was in the round of 12 and lost to Zeke Moisey in the round of 12, and had and he had wins over Zeke Moisey that year. So, I, I think you'll see a better version of Taylor Lamont too. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm gonna I'm throwing a fit over here. Well, if so, if you guys aren't allowing me to have those two, then I'm taking Devin Schrader out of tier two <gasps> because he has no big he has no big wins. Um, bigger than those guys. He has losses to Spencer Lee, Spencer Lee, Liam Cronin, Jack Mueller, and uh, Michael Colaccio. So that's five losses there. He's not a Colacci. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Okay, first of all, it's Schroeder. Schroeder. There's no we A. Over, we went over this last year. There's no A in and then, Schroeder. Of all, it's Kolioko. Kolioko. This is Sean Williams know. level. I guarantee I don't know you. What but his best win is, is Brandon Courtney. So if, if Paisel doesn't get to move up, Schroeder doesn't get to move up. You know what? I could take out I, – I would be amenable to a smaller tier two that is like Foley, Camacho, Latona, maybe Lamont. I mean, I'm just really high on Latona. I can throw, I maybe can irrationally throw, I can so. Lamont there. Um, well, I mean, Latona, you're, you're, you guys are right. I said something, but you're right. He beat um, – he he had big wins last year. He he that, that match with Nick pitching have a point. He, he he definitely could have won that match. I mean that was highly competitive. Uh, he did have one bad loss though. As a to the, the he lost to a dude from Campbell. It's rate really really low. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Zurich Storm. I mean that's that's a true freshman. You know. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You're gonna take losses like that sometimes. Listen. I consider the good things, and I throw out the bad things with uh, with Sam, and that's how that's how it works. So I think why Schroeder is so high is that he clearly took a big jump uh, from his sophomore year to junior. He's twenty one thirteen as a sophomore. He's twenty six and five. Made the Big Ten yeah. finals. Scores a ton of points. Um, yeah, and if 
like that match with Mueller was really impressive, actually. Uh, I remember thinking that he was just, on the level. Yeah. I mean, he was a five seed at NCAAs, Schroeder was. Dang. I didn't, I didn't realize he was that high. Well, well, well it's Petzl last year, CJ NCAAs. Seven. 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 So, okay. Um, and I think I we can right. agree that this weight is probably worse this year, right? So you like pe- what'd you say? Go ahead, so Ben. You can have your Schrader. You can have your Schrader if you want him. That's fine. Well, I think it's fair if we move Paisel up into that tier two with if he's twenty one okay. three seven seed at NCAA's. Okay. Yeah. So we could have a much bigger tier two. Um, I don't. As far as guys that maybe can make a big jump, I I remain high on Therese Robeson. I don't know for sure. But I, I liked him a lot coming out of high school. He saw it. He beat. How many beat, matches did he have last year? Not many. Probably like ten. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see him down at. I'm surprised he can make twenty five, but he's gonna be tough there. Oh, I don't know about that one, dog. I uh, I just looked him up. He only had he only had nine wins last year to go along with three losses. He did beat Montori Bridges at one thirty three. All of his matches at one thirty three. But then um, he lost to Casey Cobb and Kai Oreen. So, yeah. mm, maybe not. I mean, I think Kai Oreen's going to be the starter this year for NC State. He had a really good redshirt year. Over Jacob Camacho? No, one, Kai Oreen's 133. They wrestled at 133 last year. Oh, because yeah. Robeson's going down. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Well, I mean, I've, when you look at this, there's a lot of just established guys, and you kind of know where they fit, right? Like, yeah. Courtney Hildebrandt, Mackle, like we watch, we have kind of years of data. No, we don't have as much on theory, so there's the opportunity for um, more improvement, right? Yeah. So that's sure. that's what I'm basing it on, not not in what has been seen. What about Eric Barnett? You got him in this category. Um, he did not make it his last year. I do know this. Yeah, but he did have a handful of good wins. He did. Um, yeah. No, he was not. He was three. not tier three. That, Bracky's he, he, uh, uh, Bracky's dubious of your good wins report. Yeah, here. I'm still searching for the good wins. I'll, I'll get you beat Pat I'll McKee. get him for you. Okay, he beat Pat, Pat McKee. Alex Thompson. Alex Thompson has had a losing record last year. My boy hating on Alex Thompson. Let's see. It's Thirteen and fifteen McKee. last year. Who Barnett was? No, no Barnett was twenty-one. Alex Thompson. Okay. Got it. He beat, uh, Pat he beat McKee. Malik Heinzelman. Yeah, I'm not sure he okay. had a winning record. <laughs> Willie Kinsman, 18 and 15. Forward. All right, he did. Okay, fine. All right. Yeah, don't put him in there. All right, <laughs> next. Uh, I'm happy with this. Let's go 133. All right. <laughs> I think this one's a little yeah. more defined and a little simpler, at least for the first two tiers. Because hey, Let me ask you this, Christian. Has 133 please. been our, our favorite weight class for like four years in a row now? It feels like 133 is just the best weight class every single year. It it has been fantastic the last several years. Um, man, last year it was going to be amazing NCAAs. We were, we were deprived yes. of it, but it was a fun – the year before that was – it was the most talked about weight by far. Um, the year before that John was – John Smith, the one year, called it like the greatest toughest weight, weight seen. he's seen. Like the like deepest weight he's seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was so – it was insanely deep that year. Uh, he was right. And then – the year before that was the year Gross beat 
Uh, Michich, I don't, I, I don't feel like it was everyone's favorite weight that year, but it was a good one. Everyone was talking about 25 was the weight that year because that was mm, yeah. Spencer, Soriano, Nato, Darian Cruz. That's, mm, yeah. They're all NCAA champions, actually, now that I think about it. Plus, I think Lezak was there. Pitch was there. That was the weight the year before. But, yeah, 33, always fun, and certainly would favor 33 over 25 this year. Because we've got Dayton Fix back in the mix, Stefan Micic, Roman Bravo Young, Austin DeSanto. They round out tier one. I could be talked into a Fix Micic tier one. Yes. Is is Micic competing? I mean, I'm not taking him out. We know that for sure? No. But I think he will. You don't. Okay. Because there was all those pictures circulating of him at Arizona State. I had heard some rumors that maybe he wasn't even at Michigan anymore. Um, I, again, I don't know if those were uh, you know, unfounded. I'm not well, he's sure definitely been training at Arizona State. That is, that's not okay. disputed. Uh, but I don't think he's going to – he's not going to wrestle for them. I believe he's going to wrestle for Michigan. And I would assume okay. he would wrestle this year for them. Okay. An assumption, but that's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. But okay. tears. I gave my first tier. What do you think? Um, I'm good with leaving all those four in, in the same tier. Uh, and there's no one that I feel the need to move into that tier. It, I could see your argument if you wanted to elevate Dayton and Stevon above the other two. But then I, I also think like I wouldn't want to put those other two, RBY and DeSanto, in tier two. I don't think that's a fair representation either. So I, I think the way you have it is the best. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's um, and really with Roman, I don't know. Roman, I feel like just needs to be in there, and then I feel like Roman and Austin are so linked as like this yeah. just super competitive rivalry. Their Big Ten match was very competitive. Of course, Roman had the win. At, at Carver with the injury default where he was he was doing great, and then uh, Austin got hurt. So I don't know. I, I feel like Roman, as he continues to improve, I I could have been talked into just taking DeSanto out of that tier and dropping him down alone and just leaving it the top three. I don't know if you can do that when he has wins over two of those guys. Yes, that's and that's why I didn't. And <clears throat> I went with the big four for 133. But, you know, yeah. Austin Gomez has a win over uh, both those over RBY and Austin DeSanto. And Austin Gomez is really going to make 133 because I heard that I heard that he was never ever going to make this in his life again. I believe in him, but maybe not. You do? I believe in Austin Gomez. I believe in Austin Gomez. Do you believe in Austin Gomez's ability to make 133 pounds? Yes. I I don't really? think he's tall. For real? Yeah. Heck yeah. I don't think he's taller. Okay. And he's just you know he can do it. I believe if he get, okay. if he gets down there, right. he'll be. And yeah, maybe I mean, should Gomez be tier, tier, tier one? I mean, I'm not ready to go there with him. Oh, I don't think this so. one's. But man, he's got wins over those two guys. But the thing is, I I, I just can't no. see him beating. He has him. a loss to Philippi, and that was the and thing he... I was going to bring up. the The <laughs> Philippi win was crazy, or Philippi's win over Gomez was was super competitive. Um, yeah. But Gomez also didn't even wrestle last year, Christian. So that's like, that's got to leave some, I don't doubt, uh, in your head about where he's at. 
Yeah, you, you can't be very, but so bullish on a guy that you didn't get to watch wrestle at all last year. All. So I, I feel good I mean, with and, him and at really, tier two. And, and on top of the fact that he didn't wrestle last year, it's like he didn't wrestle for a reason because there was injuries, and I don't know what the specific injury was. I but think it was concussion. I mean, that means he's taking. Okay, so he's yeah. taking a whole bunch of time off, and if that is the issue, then he's you know for a period of time he probably can't even work out at all. Like he's not even not even running, lifting, nothing. Um, so you got to kind of question what where that's going to take him. And who knows, right? He could maybe return to previous form, but it's it's not going to be easy. Did I over overcompensate with Ridge Lovett in tier two, Bracky? It's like I remember last year we were like, I don't hate it. You don't hate it? I mean, I think. As good as he was as a true freshman, the, I mean, his top wrestling's incredible. I kind of was like, what is he even good at top? Like, I'd only watched him in international styles and was yeah, very dismissive okay, no. of him being really good. And he was really good last year right away, even though yeah, he took out he took out my 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 hero Joey Silva. He has a couple weird losses. He lost yeah. to Devin, Devin Turner and Jack Skalarczyk, but honestly, I think... Skalarczyk's pretty freaking good, too. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It, would a Tier 2 guy lose to no, you're right. Jack Skalarczyk? Um, hey, uh, is Joey Silva really not on the roster since you bring him up? That's what someone said. He's really not in the roster. What? Christian! <laughs> How did this evade our knowledge? Because I didn't want to talk about it. Because he hit it. What happened, Joey? Or what happened to Joey? I don't know. This didn't work out. Christian, you know. You know. Stop lying. It's nobody's business. Christian, tell the know. people, where is Joey? Is he, is he going to show up in NAI? Is he going to show up in Grandview? Or, you know, like, what's he doing? I don't MMA? know where he is. I just hope he's doing good. I don't think it's the end. Okay. It take a year. Get it all together. Okay. And come back and win four NCAA titles. My prediction. Oh God. Okay. Fair enough. Big shout. Yeah, he'd that be. Guy, if he was Christian? on the roster, he'd be tier one. He'd be tier one. Christian, didn't you pick him to beat Seth Gross last year or something? Something insane? No, no, I don't think I did that. Um, I think I picked him to qualify. He almost did beat Seth Gross, sort of. That was a pretty competitive match, as I recall. Wow, you picked him to qualify for NCAA's. Dude, it, the, out of the Big Ten, he had to beat really good dudes to do that. It's almost yeah, like if he would have wrestled the entire season, he would have gotten know, a wild card. And they don't want to see him winning. That's what's up. It's not right. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I forget my boldest uh, Joey Silver prediction. But listen, I don't think he's oh. lost to, to Austin DeSanto yet. Hey, <clears> and what the hell happened to Kurt McHenry? I haven't seen this dude. This dude used to wrestle everywhere. I haven't seen him either. Give me some info on him. I don't have any info other than they're trying to make him bigger. Yeah, they're trying to make him a bigger oh, person. He's a small person. Why didn't he wrestle like um, the smallest weight class at like UWW Juniors or something? Is he still I don't a junior? know. Yeah, I think he's, he's junior yeah, eligible. Yeah, he's probably, yeah. I feel like Gable's like still okay. junior eligible. feels like Kurt McHenry should be. He was. Yeah. Yeah, the Kurt McHenry should be. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean... It's going to be a pretty crowded room for Michigan with Ragason, mm-hmm. you know, McHenry, Medley. Uh, who else do they have Mitch at the lightweights? Not, there's, ver- there's various Mattins always occupying the 25 through 41 range. They have, there's- yeah, they have Cole and Drew Matten, who I both, I think, are going to be at 141 this year. I would imagine we see Cole redshirt since he didn't last year. Mm-hmm. 
and Drew Redshirt, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they're signing Zach Matten in the class of 2021. Matten Madness. Jeez. Okay. Looking at the uh, at tier three, went with uh, Moshe Schwartz, who I th- who's really good, Devin Turner, Matt Schmidt, Jamie Hernandez, Madrigal, Skalarczyk, uh, McGee, Span, Hayes, and I kind of cut it off there. Yeah, I think it was good. I, I, I guess I, I'm used to 133 being deeper. I feel like this is just a little bit top heavy. Yeah, it's it's not what it was for sure. Yeah. And, you know, is I there think someone we're missing because of red shirting or something. I mean, obviously, Chaz Tucker chose not to compete. Uh, Montori Bridges chose not to compete another year. Is there someone else we're missing because of red shirt or something? Well, I'm thinking of the Ivies that would be, that are missing and not really. Um, Cornell would have someone tough because they would throw in, I guess, like, Vito would be at 25 and it, Greg D's not running. It would be LaJoy. It would be LaJoy. So, not yeah. someone that would be in a top two or even three tier. Yeah. Um I I really I think it's this weight it's just going through a natural, you know, the ebbs and flows, right? And it's not going to be like it was the previous year. I mean, if 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 Soriano goes 33, it gets pretty dang interesting, right? I mean, yeah. running it back with Michich Fix, who they all have beaten each other and lost to each other, RBY DeSanto. Hey, what what's your guys feeling on you know as I look at this weight class? Because I could, it, I thought of it because Montori Bridges and Chaz Tucker kind of forewent their their last competitive year. They could have competed for another year, right? Do you think like uh, DeSanto or Michich or some of these other older guys, and maybe not even just at this weight class, but just kind of overall, do you think they're gonna forego their last years, or do you think they're all they're all in for another year? Because like Michich is someone where I feel like he's he's done everything. I mean, he's like twenty seven years old. He's not. Quit, quit applying the Gabe Dean math to everyone you want to call How old him. is he, Christian? He's not young. I bet he's 24. Who, Meaches? Yeah. We yeah. can look it up, but I'd say 24 or so. Y- yeah, so. someone like him. I mean, DeSanto, no way. I feel like I feel like he's yeah. in it. He's in it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, someone like Stevon with all his international aspirations, I could see him not wanting to. Do the math. Uh, he's born in 96, so he's 24. He's 24. So three okay. years off. Damn. So he could be, <laughs> this man could be like 25 and a half when he graduates. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So he, he, he is one that I could see it, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I figured it's got to happen to a few people. There's got to be some kids who are either like, uh, I'll have a, if I've already done five years of college wrestling. This is enough for me, or I want to get a job and make some money. Uh, I'm gonna go mine Bitcoin. You know they're gonna do something. Yeah. After. But where are the Bitcoin mines? Uh, a lot of them are in China. Uh, you know, <laughs> places where places where you get cheap energy. Venezuela has a handful. America. Actually, there there's quite a few in Texas actually. Surprisingly enough. Surprisingly, um, I haven't yeah. driven by any of them yet. Interestingly. Well, yeah. How would you know? <laughs> you don't know what a Bitcoin mine looks like, Christian. Of course not. That was the joke, Ben. Oh man, my wife says because of my Asperger's, sometimes I don't get people's jokes. <laughs> You're self-diagnosed. There's a lot of mines in West Virginia, but I don't know if they're for Bitcoin. Yeah, more for coal. Yeah. Okay, so that's 33, and and you're right, and I don't think we're missing anyone. I, I want to almost no look point. back at at the one at the bracket last year, 
But he did thinned out from the year before. Uh, so Seabass is up at 41. Lamont's going yeah. 25. Well, yeah, because you, you think of a couple years ago, Seabass and uh, Suriano were, were both at this weight class. Yeah. So if you throw those two in here, that makes it a, a lot more interesting real fast. Yeah. Montori Bridges, he's done. Chaz Tucker done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's yeah. there's a lot of seeded guys that would have that's like three or four top top eight seeds, I think. Yeah. That changed yeah. weights or stopped wrestling or Camp whatever. Cora graduated, Woodcraft's going twenty five. Yeah. So a, a lot of guys out. Seth Gross is gone. Mm-hmm. All right, let's look at one forty one now. One forty one's pretty fun weight. Very fun weight. Yes. I think of the weights we're gonna go over, it may be my favorite, although Really? Really, yeah. Well, the- Although, uh, but Yanni's gone, unfortunately. That's sad. I'm sorry. Sebastian, does this not do it for you? Seabass, Jay Nyerman, Nick Lee, Real Woods. Nothing? No uh, interest? Listen to the second tier. Oh uh, listen, I said, oh, oh, my gosh. I'm sad that the number one guy in the country can't wrestle who's been a two-time defending national champion. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That Whoa. makes me sad. <laughs> it's not uh, that. I mean, look, listen, obviously Yanni would make it. All the more interesting. But also, you know, it would be more of a foregone conclusion who's going to win. Maybe not. Maybe not in your mind. I can't believe you didn't put Etchemendia in Tier 1. I thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it may be a stretch having him in the second tier. Um, But, you know, know, when you – I account for upside and and things like that. So so what what do you think about Tier 1? Because I think my biggest jump here – in the rankings, I think no one would argue with Seabass, Ironman, or Nick Lee, but I put Real Woods in there, and you can fight me on it. But. Oh, that's a tough. I, I I think you're right, but it's who was his best? I mean, he was undefeated last year, correct? He did not. He did not have match. great wins. He did not have great wins. He also didn't lose. He lost to Luke Pletcher. In uh, he, and that was an crazy overtime. match. That was a really, really, yeah, really crazy match. Um, yeah, I guess he yeah he beat Gefeller. Man, there weren't a lot of good wins in there, was there? Mm-mm. No, sir. He's Stanford. Wrestle somebody. Wow. Yeah. So. He lost to Nick Lee. The other thing is, as a true freshman, he lost to Nick Lee 6-3. to three. Like, I mean, I, I think he's shown he can. Very respectable. Then you could Pletcher in overtime. Um, ooh, that's a tough one, Christian. Like, it's. I stand by it. Probably, I, I, dude, him versus real uh, versus uh, Jaden. I think that's a super, super interesting match. Yeah. Um, you know, Nick, I, I think Nick Lee probably might pick to win this weight. I think he even, or I don't know. him. It's him or Rivera, right? In oh, my he's mind. Redshirting yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. He was redshirting. We basically, I said he's not redshirting. I mean, he that's said dumb. he was taking Olympic redshirt, but it makes no sense. So I'm, I'm going to, until Big Tens happens and he hasn't wrestled, I'm saying Nick Lee's wrestling. I don't care. <laughs> Um, um, you know, another one in, in this weight class right here that I, I, I don't know. I might, I'm going to, I think I'm going to bump him up to tier one. Um, but Kate Brock, I, I, I completely, I completely agree. No, not Kate Brock. Tom <laughs> Themis. Tom I thought Themis. you might say that. Yeah. I feel, um, let's look at Dom. So, okay. Let's go last year. year. He lost, he lost to Pletcher in overtime two to one tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He beat Chad Red. That's a good win. He beat he tech fault Ian Parker, who he would later lose to. He loses to Mitch McKee. Uh he beats Dusty Hone. 
beats Ian Parker again, beats Dusty Hone again. Pinned by Caleb uh, Ray. Yeah, that was kind of fluky. And then he lost Ian Parker. I was really impressed with Ian Parker. I think he what he wrestled at the U23s and the and the senior nationals. I was really impressed with Ian Parker. Um, Ian Parker's man, a beast. I, Ian Parker's really good. He goes hard in I, the paint. I, so I feel like in this weight class, there's a lot less separation between. Okay, take Tariq Wilson out if you go those other five: Parker, Red, Demas, Brock, Echemendia. And you tell me any of those guys beat uh, Real Woods? I, I'm not all that surprised. Mm. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's a very reasonable result. And really, you know, Demas has killed Nick Lee before. Um, I feel like those top nine guys right there that I just mentioned. Um, obviously, you you would lean towards Rivera and Ironman and Lee, but I, that, that's all really competitive matches. So maybe maybe t- it needs to be tier one with uh, those three. And Reels, you know, relegated to tier two. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I just, I, uh, <clears throat> the season I saw Real Woods have, just knowing kind of what he's about, I just, I, I think. Well, he, I'm saying, Christian, I think all nine of them are competitive. I see what you're saying. But I, I don't, I'm, I think those three are separated from those back six. I really do. He had red. Oh no, he lost to Nick Lee. Did he beat him two years ago? He gets ago? majored by Nick Lee like every time. Yeah, he wrestled him tough. No, in Big two, years, two years ago he beat him. Did he beat him two years ago? Yeah, it was at Rec Hall. I think it was sort of Rec Hall. But now Nick Lee is. Um, I think he's he's jumped a level. They did have a good Big Ten match. I mean, Chad Red seven five of Big Tens nine one in the duel. Five four. Um, in twenty nineteen. For for Lee, he wrestles him tough. Chatter has never beaten him in college. Really? I thought he oh. did it at the duel for some no. reason. I thought not. he did too. Nick Lee won five okay. four. All right. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, I so I feel like there's a lot less separation between tier one here and tier two than there was at one twenty five for sure. I mean that was like a gap, you know. And then 133, I still felt like there was a there was a relatively large jump between tier one and tier two. And this one, like I said, I feel like it's like, tiny, you know, just a tiny tiny amount. There's not a huge amount of difference. You know, Tariq Wilson would be the one who I I would say he. I don't really think he had a great year last year. He had that one NCAs where he went ham. Yeah. And besides that, you know, he's I don't I don't want to say he struggled, but comparatively to what he did that time, he struggled. Yeah, he's more. He's kind of like a, a Zeke Moisey, where the, the the bright spot was very much the exception and not the rule with them, and you just yeah. basically have to come to terms with they're maybe not that guy. But I, I, I think he belongs on there. I mean, I put Anthony Etchemendia in there. Cool. That's, pro- that's probably I don't know. absolutely he, ridiculous. He didn't beat anyone last year. <clears throat> Tariq. I, Tariq. I mean, he lost to yeah. He's ranked really low. He he does not have a high ranking. I mean, Mitch Mitch Moore is his best win last year. There's not a lot of those. And he lost to Angelo Martinoni. Uh, he lost to Michael Blockus. Blockus is tough. He lost to Dusty Hone. Um, he did lose to Mitch Moore. He lost to Zach Sherman. I take Dang. him out. I think we got to take him out. Yeah. That's rough. I agree. I, He's out. To back up Real Woods in, in Tier 1, in, in his redshirt year and his – 
um, redshirt freshman year. He's 41-2. and two. His two losses are Nick Lee and Luke Fletcher by a combined five points. And yeah, last year... He's tier he, one. Last year, he gave up uh, three points twice. Once was to Luke Pletcher and Sun Victory three to one, and another one was a twelve three major of Evan Cheek. He, yeah, like he's he, just so hard to he score. He is on. tough to get to, and seventy percent bonus rate last year too. That's really high. Yes. So someone like Ironman who can have a hard time getting the legs, he's gonna have to he's got to turn him, right, or something like that. I mean, yeah. certainly it's not unreasonable that Ironman just takes him down. Scramble, but- but you're right that he is uh, very good at not getting caught in those scrambles. Yes. So I, I think he's in there. You know, I he, of the four, I I would rank him the fourth. But I think he's in that mix. I think he's in competitive matches with these guys. I don't think Etchemendu should be tier two. Yeah, I know. But you Are know. we sure that Cade Brock is tier two? Listen, that's where I draw the oh. line. That's enough. Okay. Enough's enough, why sir. Did he, why, did he, why did he wrestle last year? He's I don't recall. Year. Yeah, he tore his ACL. He was hurt. Okay. Yeah. Christian, it, two I think years Kate ago, is two, he, two. Lost, he lost to Mitch McKee, Dom Demas, Sam Turner, Real Woods. Oh, that's a forfeit. Cam Kelly, uh, Ian Parker, Josh Alber. Who else? Jaden Ironman got decked. Dom Demas again. Joey McKenna, Kyle Shoup. I mean, this this dude lost a lot. He listed off a couple of medical forfeits there. Only yeah. one. Only one. Only one. <laughs> um. I think he's tier two. Boom. In this in this weight, like you guys are he, living in the glory. I mean, days. he is better. He's better than Josh Heil, Michael Block, and Dresden Simon, and Zach Sherman. Like he doesn't belong in that tier. Yeah, he might be. He might be. You know, he he is, and has shown I mean, that throughout his career that he is better than those people. How many All American finishes he have? One, he beat Corey two. Clark. He has two Listen. in a round. Of, he has two All American finishes. He was fifth, fifth, and he. He blew a match to Shoop. Oh, uh, don't bring it up. In the, uh, it was uh, right around. in front of me. It, was, it happened four feet in front of me. Oh, I think he went God. under. Did he go under Shoop? He chose bottom. Gonna After just idiot. tearing him up on his feet. He was drilling on this dude. And then he went right into the wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to tell me I get freshman year, if you're going to tell me I get freshman year, Cade Brock, I'm good with that. But we yeah. don't have freshman year, Cade Brock, anymore. You don't know that. I mean, the Sam Turner loss is great, but <laughs> Mitch McKee was a tier one, tier two guy. Yeah. Dom Demas is really good. Um, Ian Parker is a guy who we just talked about highly of. He's good. Josh Alber, Ironman, Demas again, Joey, like, Joey McKenna. Like uh, these guys would all be tier one or two. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, but that's like that 2017 season I'm looking at for Cade Brock. He was on fire. He only lost to Seth Gross and Stavon Michic. <clears throat> but that ain't what we're getting anymore. You don't know that. You don't know that. You can't even prove it. Listen, dude. Uh, Listen, there's, there's I'll, I'll tolerate a lot on this got, show. you got to follow trends. Listen. <sighs> I draw the line with Cade Brock, and well, that's I mean, that. We are following trends, Ben. Like, the only people that he lost to up at 141 were Tier 1 or Tier 2 guys, So he and he is Tier 2. Other than Sam Turner. All right, fine. I don't, oof, I don't know if you're All-Americans this year, guys. He might not All-American, but he's a blood round type guy that is worthy of Tier 2, and I think... What he's done is not fair to put him in tier three. He might not all American, I mean, but he will win NCAAs. If you if you give me really really healthy and probably um, 
I think he has some competition anxiety. Take those. If you give me healthy kid Brock, take competition anxiety away. I'll put him in tier one. Another thing, another thing you have to factor in this season. It is, it is a short sprint. And I think that helps Cade. Yes. Mm, That that is probably true. Like these, it's like probably less than 10 weigh-ins for most schools. Cause a a lot of these schools are doing multiple quads or tries. So it's probably less than 10 weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. Not much grind on the body. This this helps guys that we horse. see that we see fade at the end of seasons, <laughs> which has happened with with you Cade. Guys, you guys are funny. Uh, you guys are such freaking Cade Brock homers. Oh, you guys listen. sound like Tristan Moran. Tristan you Moran tried every time I hang out with Tristan Moran, he tells me someone someone else from Oklahoma State is the greatest practice room wrestler of all time. Well, you know, but Cade Cade Brock is his favorite greatest practice room wrestler of all time. Uh, He's my favorite, like great real room wrestler. He, he's freaking fun to watch. Tristan Moran will come up with like Mike Melgado, like guys who never started. He'll be like, yeah, but he was like the man. I'm like, but Tristan, he never started. Yeah, 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 but he was the man. He beat everybody. I'm like, yeah, but he never started. You know, like he's got a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, that's okay. L- listen, you got some blind spots too. You just tried to slide. Who's my blind spot? You just Who's tried to slide spot? Eric Barnett into tier three. The last tier. The last tier. It's an elite tier, Ben. It's okay. And you had and on top, on top of you had. Let me count. You had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You had eleven guys in that tier, Christian. I know. Like what's twelve? It's eleven. Make it twelve. We'll call it even. Yeah. All I, of them more deserving than Eric Barnett at this point, which which we agreed on. It's a classic sorry, not sorry. He situation. could be number one in tier four. Uh, yeah, he's top okay. top ranked. He's tier the four. top prospects in tier four. Okay, this okay. Our, this is gonna be the last weight we do. <laughs> We're not gonna do them all today. We do one forty nine, or do we want to stop at one forty one and move on to like one? Uh, is is Kate Brock even gonna start? The chat is talking about if Kate Brock is even gonna. Start. The chat's well, out of pocket all, too. I'm about to all, disable the chat. G, first of all, Kaden G Feller is going 149. Okay. What tier? And what tier is Kate Brock on his Oklahoma State squad? He's tier one, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Listen, and I I will not live in a world where Dusty Home beats Kate Brock. I won't. Do, I won't there. do it. But he does. But he you does. Know, how do you know that? Because he was a starter last year. He, he tore his ACL. He, tore his, he wasn't available. Maybe, maybe Dusty Hone snapped his ACL and said, I'm the boss. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then what a terrible teammate. <laughs> Get him out then. Dusty Hone, <laughs> stop tearing Cade Brock's ACL. They just, that's, he didn't do that. I have a feeling if Dusty Hone just snapped Cade Brock's ACL on purpose, John Smith would kick his ass out of the room. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to tolerate that. <laughs> no, I think John Smith would be like, Cade, get up, stop whining, tough, <laughs> tough it up a little bit. Good job, Dustin. That was hard wrestling. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Okay. So, we're going to – I have the feeling this is going to be the season of warring about uh, Cade Brock, and I'm ready to okay. fight for him. And I know I have a, an ally in, in Stephen Kyle Brackey. Yes. Okay. Ben, so, every, every day I'm going to send you Cade Brock pinning Cody Brewer. Yeah. Oh, you put another tier. You put 149 on here. Are we doing that? Let's do 149. Do you want to do 149? Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. You guys got a Lyris in tier two. Didn't you see what this man just did? Listen, Move look where he, Hey, I, I actually took some liberties to get him in tier two. This dude, what? 
He's ranked like 17th right now, Ben. Okay, but he just whooped everyone's ass at, at Sierra Nationals. And that's and guess what? He destroyed everyone in freestyle before. He beat Nick Lee. He beat Dean Howe. Guess what? He's different in folk style. He lost to Jarrett Dagan twice at the Big 12 Championship. He's different. Come on, Alirez. What's your Listen, problem here? I I have been, you know, talking about how great Alirez is and how he's going to be up. I'm pretty sure last year I said he was like a title contender at 149. He definitively was not. He was not that guy, but I thought he could be because of freestyle stuff. So I'm not going to fall in the trap. I already... What, does he suck on bottom? What's his deal? <clears throat> not really. He's he's okay on the. I think mat. he did get turned by Boo Llewellyn, and that's and that's pretty good. On that's his only match against a tier one guy, and it was almost a major. It was eleven four, and I think Boo got a, a late turn to kind of blow that wide open. Um, but I think that's fair for him, dude. Yeah, I'm taking. I feel like I'm taking a leap, putting him in tier two. It's totally based on really. Well, I don't think you're, I don't think I think you're I don't think you're taking the lead. I think that's where he belongs right now. I agree. I'm, I'm remind you guys. Hold on. I'm almost to senior nationals. I got I got to do a reminder for you guys cuz I, I think you guys you guys may have forgot what happened. Ben, we ben, I feel like you didn't listen hold to on. me. You, hold didn't, on. you completely just listened to me. Read this up. Okay, listen listen to this. Just hold on one second. 10-0 Josh Heil mm-hmm. beats Mitch McKee. Beats Joey McKenna. Beat Yaya Thomas seven to one. Beat Evan Henderson five to one. Yeah, this is place a guy in, we all place picked. First, Jake Ironman in this bracket is fifth place. Yeah, we all predicted him last season to be an All American on this show. Mm-hmm. Like true freshman, everyone All American. Like no doubt about it. None of us had any qualms about picking it. And let's see, what was he seed? And he was well, fourteen seed at NCAA's. You guys made a mistake. Let me make this mistake. Good. Okay. Okay. That's fair. But I mean, don't you? But Ben, don't you understand how you're falling in the exact same trap? You talk about trends. We have before his true freshman maybe he year. Maybe got a little better on bottom. Maybe he got a little better on bottom. Okay, based on what? Based on Troy Nickerson just getting on top, throwing a little tight waist boots in. <laughs> yeah, that could help. Um, that would help. Uh, but uh, to, to the point, you know. He had amazing wins coming into this. He almost beat Bryce Merritt. Dude. He beat Dean Heil. He beat Nick Lee. He beat when he was in high school. He beat crazy, he beat Nick, Nick Lee. Lee. He took a oh match from Dom Demas in the best of three finals. Yeah. He beat Dean Heil. He almost beat Bryce Meredith. Like those were all while he was in high school, right? Oh, and then he goodness. what's his, what's his problem? I don't know. Help him. What are you doing to contribute to the situation? Well, I think he's well, very listen, good. I, he's I very good on top in freestyle. Um, yeah, he's really good at, yes, he's very good at transitioning takedown to turn. And obviously leg laces do not count for anything in folk style yet, yet. Um, he's good on top of folk style. You see him turn, turn dudes. He's good with legs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just hasn't fully. Also he's a true freshman, you know? Yeah. It's a true freshman. Should have redshirted. He's going to, he's going to make a big jump this year. A lot of arguing when we all agree he should be tier two. Right, everyone's like he should be. Although no, Ben's like wants him in tier one. Yeah, that's why we're arguing because I said he should be tier one. That's audacious. I think he could finish like he could come out this year, and would any of us be shocked if he went to tier one? No, like we wouldn't whatsoever. But when you look at his season last year and the one match that he got against a guy that's currently in tier one, he was almost majored. I think it's right for him to be in tier two to start the season. Will. 
How does how does a guy who wins senior nationals get in tier two? Jesus. Because <laughs> they're different sports. Yeah, it's different. Oh, All right. Goodness. So my tier one was Sammy Sasso, Austin O'Connor, Brock Mahler, Bulu Allen, Brayton Lee. It's a pretty big tier one, to be fair. Yeah. But that's the right tier I, one, I think. You think so? I, I wasn't sure if, like, do you cut it off after Mahler? I thought that might have been appropriate. No? There's thought, no one that's that far above. I mean, in that group, I mean, I don't, the way I'm thinking about these tiers, Christian, I don't know how you think about them. I think about, like, if someone in this tier beats someone else in this tier, am I like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that happened? And if I could see it as definitely a reasonable possibility, um, or if I think, you know, they wrestled 10 matches and they split 6-4, 7-3, then they should be in the same tier. You know what is bugging me is the dang – uh, Brock Mahler's lost to Jaron Jensen. Throwing me off here. I don't know what he was thinking that day. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Six five. Just a, yeah, I'm not really sure. But basically, as a, that was his only loss last year. I think he. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not gonna move Mahler down for one loss. No, of course no, not. No, that's that's an outlier. You throw that out. But, yeah, uh, just toss it. Dump it. I I think Brayton has to go in tier one with his win over Sammy. Yeah, you know he can beat Great. Sammy Sasso. Is he not moving up weight class? I thought he was moving up to 57. Dude, he, they. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Why, why am I? <sighs> what? This man had a hard old time getting down at uh, at RTC Cup. So why is he why is he wrestling 49 again? I don't know. He told CP the day before he was going 49 again because it was limited weigh-ins. He's like, only, he's like, it's only 10 weigh-ins, not or eight weigh-ins. Not that I'm counting or anything. <laughs> I, I think he was, was he was cutting really hard to make 150. Absolutely, but it was first time down, probably since s- March. March. Yeah. You know, he hadn't competed since then. He was going to compete a couple other times. Got dinged up. Maybe I don't want to say he got COVID if he didn't, but like yeah, a couple things happened and he wasn't able to able to compete. Yeah. So I don't know, first time down type of situation, limited weigh-ins. I think we, I think we see him go for it. But who's going fifty-seven for, uh, for Minnesota, Bracky? Do you know? Well, who was the guy that beat Brayton in the wrestle off last year? He turned him. He yeah, the wrestle off. Um, yeah, champagne or something. Oh, he's yeah. good. Uh, Jose, Jose. I don't think he's there anymore. Really? I'm pretty sure that's who uh, it was that beat I don't him. Think he's though. there. Yeah, he left. He's gone. I'm looking at the roster. Where'd right he now. go? Uh, I don't know where he went. I just, I just remember he wasn't there. Little I don't Rock. Know where he went? Oh, snap! Yeah, 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 that was, uh-huh. Neil Harris, man, that's a good scoop. I'm pretty sure he is the one that uh, that beat Brayton in the wrestle off. Um, Baylor Ryan Fernandez Th- is pretty solid. Yeah, Ryan Thomas is listed as their starter right now, but one someone mentioned that possibly. Blockus, who just transferred in there, could move up to forty nine, and then Brayton could that, go fifty seven. That, that's what that's what's gonna. Uh, yeah, I heard that because I heard Blockus is going. Obviously, I have some connections at uh, Northern Iowa, and he said Blockus is going forty nine in Northern Iowa, and now he's gone. I don't know what the, I, you know. I don't know why he left. I didn't ask that question, but they did say he was going to go forty nine for sure. Also, uh, stay woke on Pat McKee going thirty three and Boo Dryden twenty five. Wow. Isn't Boo Dryden like the six death? foot guy? Boo Dryden is seven feet tall. He's seven feet tall. Yeah. How's he gonna make one twenty five? I don't know. So maybe it's Matthew Ramos. Um, 
at 125, but I look out for Pat McKee at 133. Boo can't make 25, can he? That's what I thought when I heard and saw. Who did he wrestle? He just looked preposterous against him. He looked preposterous Uh, against DeSanto. He's so tall. Yeah. So he was 33 last year. Yeah. Didn't DeSanto gas him so hard last year? Yeah. Yeah. So hard. So hard. (laughs) Yeah. God, oh. I gotta, I gotta think. Blockus is going forty nine, and Brayton Lee's going up. I know, I know. Uh, he's told you he was going forty nine, but that just doesn't make any sense. Baylor Fernandez, sorry. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Uh, thank you, Jason Bryant and Cody Arnold. Yeah, Br- Champagne Baylor's was at solid. Little Rock last year. My bad. And um, and Casper um, McIntosh is really solid, also. So I, I guess let's have some wrestle offs. Come on, let's Minnesota. Yeah, so maybe Brayton goes up uh, at 57. You know, I don't, I'm sure he'll do fine there. But... Guys, I'm so happy to be talking about college wrestling. I know. I'm having it's a great a... day. Is Bitcoin's it's... above 20,000. Talking about college wrestling. Could is it get still? Better. Is it still, though? Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do, do 21 today, Christian. I mean, once again, my book is showing 28. But Yeah, Bracky's, Bracky's book's showing 28K. Shut, shut up. That Bracky. is crazy. Everyone come buy your Bitcoin from me. Yeah, get it from <laughs> get it from Bracky. We have to pay more for it, so it doesn't make sense, but uh, don't worry about it. Oh god. Okay, so tier one, we're we're feeling good about that. Um I, I didn't do bad. Unless Brayden Lee moves up. Unless he moves up, in which case I bet he doesn't go forty nine. Okay, next tier. Jared Deegan, Max Murin, Alirez, Michael Carr, Jaden Abbas. He's another guy I kinda had to slot up a couple. Canaan Store, Yaya Thomas. Um, you're good with Jaden. What the hell was Michael Carr last year? We were talking about this. Uh, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> he didn't wrestle. Nobody I mean, knows? I think it was just a medical thing. Okay. All right. Uh, and Canaan Store, is that is he like on the high end of here too? Because I feel like he's had some really good wins. I'm going to have to wrestle stat him. Yeah, I... I uh... I would not take this order into anything other than it was kind of the order they were ranked. It's not necessarily how I view it. I mean, because, for for example, you guys know, really like Yaya Thomas. I think he's super-duper good. He was right there he's to beat. offense folk style. I don't know, man. He's got a decent amount well, of offense. Russell Cole matches with everybody. But Yeah. He, he gets – but he – he gets a lot of takedowns. I'm pretty sure he took down Sasso last year, or he gave Sasso everything he wanted at Big Tens, if I'm remembering correctly. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like triple overtime. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, you're. Uh, who am I talking about? Kanan Store has not really any good wins le- last year. I mean, literally none. I think his best win is Mason Smith, who was, you know, very very low Lula ranked. Yes. Um, he lost to Purinton. He lost to Lugo. He has a beat Purinton. Yeah. Yeah, he well Purinton's low. You know, he's like he was like you know a Purinton finished he third. He was a big on fire third, last third of Big Tens. Nebraska Listen, balled Russell, out. Russellstad has him ranked number eighteen. So, whatever. Okay. Uh, so he lost the keys on Clark. He's not great. Purinton was a nine seed at NCAA's. Bro. Okay. And he beat well, a Big Ten. He beat. He beat Verclearin. He beat Griffin Perriot, Verclearin, Canaan Storm, Brayton Lee. Dang. Okay. Pretty, pretty solid ledger there. That's that was Purinton, right? Yeah. Also had wins yeah. over Josh Maruka, Max Thompson, Jaron Jensen, who we just mentioned to beat Brock Mahler. Purinton was good last year. 
Yeah. Why is Verclear not in tier two? I feel like he's comparable with Yaya Thomas. Um, did he, I mean, I, I know he's not great, but that tier two, it seems like he could really compete with those guys. Certainly. I, I don't know. Did he wrestle Thomas? He lost 6-3 to Thomas in yeah. Big Tens. Come on, dog. But then he beat him at Big Tens also. They split? He went 1-1. One one. They split oh. at Big Tens, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah he he beat, my bad. beat Keyson Clark. He lost so, to Purinton. Lost to yeah. Jimmy Hoffa. I could see this like being a, a, <laughs> a mega tier two. I'm glad also. you caught that. <laughs> um, or I don't know. Or maybe we need to pare down tier two. I'm not sure. I think my true... Oh, maybe. My true tier two thoughts are probably like this. Like Deegan, Murin, Alirez, Abbas. I think that's what we need to do. Yes. Yeah. And move the other one down. I, I, I think, think so. I think Carr probably belongs in tier two. Really? But Carr hasn't wrestled in forever though. When was the last time he wrestled? I feel like he kind of fell off at the end of, of the year before. <laughs> you kind of fell off at well, the end of the last really year. Well, he was really good. possible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was good two years. Was it two years ago? Didn't he almost beat Ironman or Nick? He made Lee the or Big Ten like finals. Uh, I think he beat Nick Lee. Oh, so he didn't yeah. wrestle at all last year. Yeah, None. he beat Nick Lee. They made the Big Ten finals, and then uh, that was the remember he season. got blood round by Sedarian Perry. Oh my gosh, that's mm-hmm. right. Crazy match with Sedarian Perry uh, before they heartlessly axed the program there. How could you be so yeah, oh, match with Jaden oh. Ironman? Yeah, that was crazy. That was they wrestled uh that was the match I was thinking of. They wrestled that um they wrestled they wrestled like in a field. You guys yeah, remember outside. this? It was like yeah. before a football game or something, and there was just yeah. like people surrounding it. Mm-hmm. That was wild. So what do you think about this <laughs> new tier two? Jared Deegan, Max Muren, Alirez, Carr, Abbas. Then I throw Store, Thomas, Davenport down there in tier three. I'm good with that. I, I think right. that's more. Yeah, I think that's better. All right, yeah. we got we got it. We got to the heart of the, the heart of the. Thing. We worked it out because Carr has the wins for Nickley. He's beaten Max Mirren before, and I think he's right there. He made fun of Max Mirren when he beat him. He oh. made fun of Max Mirren. Yeah, that was that was messed up. Who made fun of Max Mirren? <laughs> Michael Carr. So yeah, really? It, it, yeah, he he beat him in the duel there at Illinois, and. Um, how do, Mirren was upset and it looked like he might be shedding a tear too. And, uh, oh, he did this one? That's he did, yeah. he did it. that to him. Yeah. And then Ken Chertow, Ken Chertow was calling oh, the match. He bodied him. And he was like, Heartless. oh, I think he's making fun of Mirren. Oh, Mirren's <laughs> crying. He's making fun of him. Like, <laughs> Chertow didn't hold back. In that it was, moment. it was, it was something. <laughs> It was one of the, oh. I, I remember watching it live. I was like, is this happening? What is going on? I think Caleb was watching wow. it. He does not like Michael Carr now. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Caleb's an Iowa homer. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. He's, Caleb's got to learn to toughen up a little bit. Can't be shedding no tears on national TV. That's right. You should send okay. Caleb to little John Smith for a summer and see how much tougher he gets. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll become a man. <laughs> I love it. Working on John's farm. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So funny. I'm down. Okay. Do we want to – oh, I didn't copy a single question into here. Um, no why don't we... well, Can I ask you one question of the day? Of course. Yeah. Anybody... Who's going to win, Seth Gross or Thomas Gilman? 
I would say I I have been going back and forth. I can't figure out how I really feel about it. Well, you you were gonna want to pick Seth. Um, I don't, but I don't. I really feel like so. I feel like it's actually. I feel like it's kind of obvious that Thomas is gonna win. But then I, when I then I kind of think I'm stupid for feeling that way. I understand that. I <clears throat> Gilman is just my gut that he's gonna win that. That's match. that's what my gut says. But then I kind of feel like, but is he really? Um, you know, I feel like maybe that you know Seth can get him in some of those scrambles and and win those scrambles. I mean, the, one of the interesting things for me is they obviously crossed over to Iowa, so. You know, oh they probably gosh. have a feel for each other from the room, which, um, man, I don't you know, think sometimes so. you don't I think mean, they wrestled at Iowa. I mean, maybe, they, I mean, yeah, maybe they go listen, the, the, whoever Thomas Gilman wrestled at Iowa, then the, what he became is just such a completely different beast. I don't, man, I don't think but when you say the same as Seth gross. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. So that's, you that is, that's, the, that is exactly what I'm saying. Okay. okay. I thought you were saying it for Gilman. No, no, no. I'm not. I mean, it's probably actually very, you know, I'm sure Gilman's gotten better, but it's much closer to who he was than what Seth was at when he was at Iowa and to what he is now. Um, yeah. Man, I think so. I, I just think. So, gun in your head, who are you picking? I'm, I got Gilman. Control okay. tie, underhook, moves him a little bit, stays safe, gets it done. I mean, you know, I can't kind of unsee that gross tech fall of NATO at Farrell last year. Man, that was amazing. He beat Soriano. It, it's tough. You know, and I also wonder what's, what's the weigh-in situation. I don't know. I, I, isn't it 57 plus three? Right? I, mean, I, don't, what, I, I, I don't know. No I don't idea. even know. That's what no, I, that's they what they I, don't I make those things public. Huh? I haven't yeah. seen that. I don't uh. know. Who's your pick, Racky? I'd say I favor Gilman. I think he's just too solid. Gross, Gross yeah. might get him in one of those scrambles, but I think Gilman moves him around the mat, maybe gets a step out or two, and then a, a takedown. Like a, I'd see like a 5-2, 5-3 match. So, so then the other thing I think uh, is, are people, when, when they see the Olympic trials here in four months, are they going to take matches like this or like the RTC Cup or like the 150-pound tournament, are they going to take those things into consideration? I mean, they're all, they're all matches. No. What they should... <clears throat> Why? But why not, Christian? What? What? What makes an no official idea. match that you have to take into consideration? I don't know. I mean, it could be at the right. Needs to be at the right weight. Needs to be. But what's, maybe, what's the right weight? Because there's a lot of tournaments who have. I mean, two nationals was plus, was plus two, three kilos. Two, and plus it's three, and it's yeah. not getting factored into like Olympic trial seeds. I thought. Remember? Really? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did put that QA out with that in there. That's annoying. It seems it, it feels like sense. every match that like has a weigh in and has like legit officials should count. Uh, I feel like that also. I feel like what's you know like what makes an official match does that have to be in a sanctioned tournament? Because if it's a match and it has a weigh in, and there's a referee and it's the real rules and it's a six minute match, like it should count. Yeah, I, I don't I'm, disagree. I'm with you, Ben. I don't disagree yeah, at all. We, I don't. I don't really think there's a good argument to the contrary of this doesn't count or that doesn't count because then it's like, is it just tournaments or is it just USA sanctioned or you know like these? 
and, and and then obviously even if they don't officially count you know are they thinking those in the back of their head yeah i mean i i i think probably i could see that happening in like a seating meeting them them like well you know they he did kind of beat him but don't throw that in there but if you're in a, a coin flip situation it factors in without you saying it factored in maybe yeah i mean the matches happen it's kind of like when the all-star classic didn't count for ncaa seating but like every ranker like I, or yeah. maybe not every we certainly did we're like okay yeah um schiller beat jaden cox so he's gonna be ranked or i forget who he beat um yeah you're at the all-star classic um so yeah you don't you don't throw it out i don't think yeah i definitely don't think so because because there's a lot of i mean there's not a lot of tournaments but there is a lot of matches if you consider all these like I don't, what, what do you want to consider pro pro matches between yeah. uh what everyone is doing that there's going to be some matches that have um should have an impact on seeding i mean th- this would be a, this would be a big one right because gilman's a top three if seth were to get the upset he's going to move to a four five um or you know gilman would potentially move to a four five which then but do you put spencer the number one seed at the 57 kilogram bracket or Dayton. No, but Dayton no. lost to Gilman. So you can't put Dayton. I think Gilman I think Gilman will be the one. I think it'll be Gilman, Dayton. Spencer? Uh, it could be gross. Gross at three? See, maybe. Gross has Spencer the doesn't have a lot of highly ranked wins. So I would say if I if I was doing it. I would go Gilman, Dayton, Spencer, Gross, but I really feel like you could make. I feel like you could make a case yeah. for for both, and then Gross Vito would be like a quarter four or five. So, so Vito's like, at five. Ooh, that would be a fun match. Yeah, it'd be so fun, and really we didn't get to see that at the RCC Cup. That was annoying. Highly, I really wanted to see that match. It would have been awesome. <laughs> highly. <laughs> yeah. So I. I don't know how how exactly they'll see it. I feel like it. I feel like it's got to be Gilman one, Dayton two after the oh what, wait Pelicone win, right? Yeah. I just looked. So I just looked at your guys' rankings, and you guys have Cologne at four. Hmm. Who didn't Gross beat Cologne in that in that match? But do you count that match? No, Cologne, Cologne beat him again. Cologne beat him. I beat the streets. Oh, Cologne, yeah. yes, Cologne beat him. I beat the streets. So you got to count that one, right? So no matter what, here's the thing. No matter what, it's going to be a Spencer versus Dayton or Spencer versus Gilman semi, which is yeah. ridiculous. That's going to be fun. But I feel, I feel like Spencer needs to be the three. But there's no way for Spencer to get the number the number one seed. No, I don't see how. I mean, he unless there was some – yeah, they're not going to change the Olympic trial seeding. I, I think I, seeds are probably basically set at this point. Like how many – competitions are there between now and trials they can change Almost it even not. even if they went to an international tournament and all competed against each other which is would never happen but they're, they're not going to because there's college season right well, dayton suspended when's dayton suspended until like right before big 12s i think right february 10th february. i think is the date yeah. so he might get a duel or two in and then he should get a duel or two in looking at uh some of the other schedules that have been put out so yeah, uh, yeah, 57 C's are going to be super interesting. A mess. 
Yeah, that. they're kind of messy, but at the same time, I feel like G Gilman and Dayton have earned like the top two, right? And I think you got to make Spencer the three. Just so what? So what if Gilman loses to Gross today? Does that affect the seeds? Do you think? I'm sure it's no factor. Is that today? Yes, tonight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh snap. So it doesn't bother you at all if if Gross beats him. You wouldn't in your head. Would you move Gilman down? I know you're not an official seeder or nothing. I'm not, but I yeah, I think you should. I think you should. It's a freestyle wrestling match, and you beat him. The one debate is over where I could see it is, okay, it's at a different weight. But they weigh the same. Yeah. So yeah. I would say, I mean, with the weight thing, I would say, like, and maybe maybe this should become an official standard for these all-star matches where it's like, it's got to be within, say, right, you guys did three kilograms of RTC Cup. I think that's reasonable because most international competitions are two kilograms. It's got to be within three kilograms of the weight class or it doesn't count. That's fair. Something to that effect. Yeah. Was right? Pelicone was scratch, right? And that's where they hit. I think that's those, it. yeah, I think those ranking tournaments are scratch. Yeah, because but most D international was, tournaments are two. But I think this one wasn't because it was a ranking tournament. And I remember Dake saying his first time out at 74 in a while. Remember, he was like, different guy on the second day i think mm -hmm. he's destroyed yeah. everyone but he's a little sluggish early on okay mm -hmm. so yep that'll be an interesting match i think it i think those matches should be considered in seeding but i also at the same time i understand why they won't be and you know what in reality if mm -hmm. this match was considered for seeding i bet it wouldn't happen because you know would gilman take it Right and risk risk his yeah. seed, probably not. Right, and maybe Gilman sure. doesn't care. Yeah. Honestly, fifty-seven seeds, man. I I don't think there's a. I don't think seeding is all spot. that. It's not like an easy yeah. No, you, you're yeah. If you're not one of the big, you know who's, it's uh, yeah. it's gonna be a really long day, and you're probably or actually yeah. a short or a short day actually. <laughs> well, I feel like all the way down. So I guess maybe the number one seed because I do feel like. So set, set, on, on your list right now, Suriano's seven. And I feel like, you know, what we've seen Gross and other people and Spencer do to Tomasello, um, maybe Tomasello Richards is kind of a step below. So maybe I guess the one seed might matter. Because I feel like, I mean, right now, <laughs> right now you guys have Dayton two, Suriano seven. That ain't an easy match. It's not. No, they can't take each other down is the main reason that's yes. true. It's impossible. Man, actually... Being the one, four, or five is a huge advantage. I don't want any part of like, Dayton because I don't want to be near Dayton two, Spencer or uh, Soriano. Well, but that's essentially it's essentially three really, three really, really good guys or four really, really good guys. So I guess if you're saying four is greater than three, I get your argument. I'm saying those three. I'm saying Dayton Spencer Soriano. I want no part of those three versus the. Comparatively, Gilman. Look how good a was. Gross. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is my opinion. Your opinion, and then there's my opinion. My opinion is I don't want any part of that bottom side. I'd much rather be on top. But, if I'm Vito, I'm doing a backflip that I'm away from Spencer. But Vito just beat uh, Suriano, for example. Very, and very. Cologne just beat Gross. Yeah, I, that's and right. That's why I'm saying be on Gross's side, be on the Gilman side, rather than. Uh, be on, on the other side. It's Fix, Lee, Gross, Suriano. Right now, if if seeds hold, right, it would be Fix, Lee, 
Gross Soriano. On the other side, it would be Gilman, Cologne, Arujo. Six Lee, Gross. Soriano. I did not think that's how we did it. Um, well, we on said... your rankings, this is, this is what you have right now. Bracky. Is that right? No, we. Six Lee. Yeah, I'm looking at your rankings right now. Well, that's not what I'm going by. I, I feel like it's going to be. It's going to be Gilman's the one, Dayton's the two, Spencer's okay. the three. Yeah. I think Gross is the four. Liz has Cologne as the four. I know, but rankings. I don't think they're going to count a Beat the Streets match. They should. Okay. Well, we're, we're operating not in the hypothetical. It's like, um, like, it's like, like. Do you really know that they're not going to count that? Like, do you know that for sure? Like, have they put that out? No, I don't think about beat the streets. They put out a specific thing saying they wouldn't. Um, but so no, we we don't know that. Listen, I don't care about any of that. All I'm saying is you don't want to be near the Dayton Spencer Soriano side. Period. You want to be on the other side, and I don't think there's a coach that would disagree with that or athlete if you pour the truth okay. serum down their throat. That's my opinion. And I think Spencer's coming out of this bracket too. I, I think it's gonna Ooh. be. I think it's hey. gonna be his time. Hey, is uh, okay. Is Spencer versus Gilman actually the biggest match you can make right now? To me, it's That's it's got all, so much heat. To me, it's always Dayton Spencer. That's like my really number. yes. No, Gilman Spencer's got so much heat right now. And I know. I know. I know it's not happening. In trials. I understand that fact. But that match has so much heat. There's Biggest heat. match you can make at 57 or just in the U.S.? Uh, Well, I was thinking in the U.S., like the one I mean, that I'm most Dick excited Burrows. to see. Dick yeah. Burroughs, probably, right? Yeah. Oh, that For blows sure. that away. Yeah. So Dick Burroughs, Burroughs, Taylor, Snyder, Cox, and Gilman Lee. Those are my top four. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm in for Dayton Spencer as well, equally. I may be on an Dane island. Spen no, Dane Spencer might be more. Um... No, Gilman Spencer. Are you guys insane? Gilman Spencer. I get the heat. I get the heat. In my mind. How much heat? In my mind, Spencer's winning that match. Really? Yeah, really. Oh, man. I mean, there's definitely a possibility. I was, for, me, for me, it feels like a coin flip. Um, oh, man. I don't know. This is my opinion. Uh, but I think I think the guy with the best shot at beating Spencer is Dayton. I feel like Dayton and Gilman both have a good shot at beating Spencer. Yeah, I. I mean, I Gilman maybe Gilman better than anyone because Gilman wrestled him in the room. Mm -hmm. And listen, I, I've never been in the room. I've never been in the room piles, but from what I've heard in interviews, and I've interviewed Thomas Gilman a couple times. He wanted to wrestle Spencer more than Spencer wanted to wrestle Gilman. Maybe he's lying to me. Maybe he's putting on a, a good show. But that was what he said, and, I, and I'm and I have to take him on his word on that. And that would lean to me that he was getting the best of him in the room. Um, whether that is true or not, I I don't know. Is not that what it means, that or is it he wanted to get his hands on him more because he was getting beat soundly? I mean, if he's getting beat soundly, doesn't he want to avoid it? No. No, you want to get your hands on him more ben, so you can figure out more. If you got someone more. that's beating you routinely. If this dude's whooping me, if this dude's whooping me I'm not going to come out and say, I want a piece of that dude just regularly. I'm not going to say that. 
I know he whooped me. I know he got. I know he kicked my butt. There's no way. What, Ben? There's there's such an advantage to getting your hands on if you're game. Like it's not me wrestling Spencer. It's a world class dude wrestling him more and more yeah. and more. The more you wrestle that guy, you're gonna be able to pick up little things. And unless that guy you're wrestling is also improving and. Fi- it always favors the underdog. The more they wrestle, the more it'll typically tighten. That's just like the trend in wrestling that is generally. I, I, I don't. I don't really feel. I mean, I bit. I don't really feel that way. I feel like um, if if I was that much better, if it if it was close, if it was really competitive, I agree. If it's not competitive, then I'm gonna, like I'm gonna. If I go with someone every day. I'm going to literally demoralize them. Like they're going to know that they can never beat me in their whole life ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's competitive, I agree with you. If it's not competitive, you're saying if one person whoops another person, um, that person, if I keep going with them, they're going to know that they have no chance of ever beating me. They're going to demoralize it. And they're going to, they're going to hate their life that they have to wrestle me every single day. Right. Um, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't, I just don't, I'm not it... saying it was an absolute demoralizing. Yeah. Uh, win. But I think it would absolutely benefit, say, a Thomas Gilman, for example, to get his hands on Spencer Lee more. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think okay. he's getting 10 0 every time. I think it's probably a little more competitive than that. All right. Well, I want to see it. It's, <sighs> it might too. be my number one match. Um, I hope we get to see it at the trials. It's got so much heat, and I'm really excited for it. Good. Glad you think so. I. Man, 57, yeah, it's, it's going to be incredible. I don't know. So uh, how, we're not going to be able to get to too many questions, but we have a few. Jack Baker asking a, a very pertinent question. Does Gabe Dean training with Kyle Dake factor into his match with David Taylor being so close and almost yeah. winning? Dake might have some secrets for DT that could have helped Gabe. Don't think he's giving them to JB, though. Huh, I think that's true for sure. Yeah. Did that factor it in? Yeah. Yes, for sure. I mean, Kyle Dick obviously understands something about wrestling David Taylor um, that barely anyone else understands. And yes, obviously, I think he whatever whatever strategy he uses, um, he passed that to Gabe for sure. This will probably be our last question. What's the top five domestic rivalries in the sport to date? Domestic uh, means American. Uh, obviously, number one. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, it's, it was more to myself than anything. So, that doesn't mean within this house, like you're talking about Caleb versus Christian. Yes, or... that's a big one. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a, quite a rivalry. So number one has to be Dake versus Burroughs, right? So oh, what about Dake versus Taylor? Um, my best rival, maybe, but like, there's got to be man. Heat helps, right? Ain't no heat between yeah. David and Dake, right? They're they're not. boys, yeah. and also they're, they're not, not gonna also they're not gonna probably ever wrestle again ever, right? They're, this is one where I feel like we should have some time to do research. And actually, you know, coming back to a question we had last week of who had the best international career after not having a great NCAA career, one really obvious one that's super recent that we didn't think about was um, James Green, two world medals after never winning an NCAA title. Like right. that's really impressive. So that was one guy. I, Joe Cologne never won. Cologne is a great one. Also. Little medalist. Tyler Graff made a team. He never won NCAAs. He's dang close. I mean, that, that, that he would was be darn close. He was kind of the best guy that year. Why did you roll? You just wrote him out. Why did you roll, Tyler Graff? 
That was a that was a bold. Yeah, I didn't understand that. It was a terrible decision. What it was. Yeah, no, no one's gonna argue with that. So okay, um, uh, but yeah, I feel like <laughs> someone said Don Bradley versus Yusuf Hamida. <laughs> that is honestly, there's some serious heat there. Dom and Yusuf. That's a great rivalry. Put it in the top five. Put it on the Mount Rushmore. It's on the Mount Rushmore of American wrestling rivalries. Uh, it's like this see. feels like a question. We need someone like Lee Roper though, for real. Yeah, we need we need to do some research or John Kozak, for example. <clears throat> Kozak, Nomad, somebody. Yeah, someone's got it. Someone's got the juice. Yeah. So okay, so you don't want to do the top five domestic rivalries? Uh, I feel like David I, and Jaden would be up there, even though they they need to hit more. more. They need to hit more. Yeah. They need to hit more. They need to hit more. Yes, that's a great one though. Um, yeah, I I feel like I'm not gonna do it justice. And then obviously I would only be thinking like the last decade, decade and a half potentially. You know, I'm not going to go back to the the 90s, but I'm sure I'm sure there's some great ones. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I thought this one, Anthony White nailed it. Did did David Taylor shave some points to lure Jordan Bros in a match? I'm listen. That's a definite possibility. That is David, such a Ben Askren theory. Play. I can't believe you didn't come up with it. And this guy was surprised you didn't come up with it too. I totally should have. Damn it. Yeah, that's that is very. Uh, yeah, I I think no way. Get, he, no way. David is not going to shave points or give someone a, a prayer. He might like, have though, but maybe. Absolutely no. That is ludicrous. He sold the he sold the crap out of that one. He made us all believe it. I don't know why I didn't think of this. David, congratulations, you got us all. Oh my gracious. All right. He well, even he, he believed it so much, Christian, it went down to the last scramble, and then he just took it away from us. Sheesh. All right. Well, it's go time here in Austin, Texas. We'll be back tomorrow. That's for darn sure. 150, full breakdown and predictions. Cannot wait for it. Super excited. The guys are in town. They're getting into town. I know Ashnall is here and everything. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to Kyle. And thanks especially to you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Taco time.